is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Sometimes here on Reset, we'll invite friends of the show to talk about music and what we're listening to these days. And since April is National Poetry Month, we are spotlighting our favorite lyricists, those songwriters who blow you away with the power and poetry of their words. Well, here to help us wax poetic about music is Stefan Vico, vocalo host and producer. Welcome back, Vico. Hey, how you doing, Sasha? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. And we've got award-winning Chicago singer Tammy McCann. Great to have you back on Reset, Tammy. Hi, Sasha. Thanks so much for having me. Biko, I want to start with you. Tell me what you think makes a good lyricist. Like, what qualities does a songwriter need to have, you think, to, to make them stand out from the crowd? It, it really, first and foremost, you know, it has to touch uh, the listener. Like, if it's a song that touches the listener and impacts the listener where, you know, if I'm listening to a song and it touches my heart where it changes maybe the way I think or the way I move or it alters some type of something in my lifestyle, that's how you know that, that record, in my opinion, is a hit record. And, and, and then it also just the art. It shows the art of an artist instead of just, you know, rap or this or that. It just shows the art in an artist as well. Yeah. I tend to agree. What do you think, Tammy? What makes a good lyricist, in your opinion? I think he's absolutely right. I also think it's important, as I've been uh, taught as I speak to different lyricists that I respect, is that you have to believe that you're not the only one going through the joy or the trial that you're going through. And as you write your lyrics, know that there's somebody out there who, who these lyrics are going to fall upon their ears and you're going to speak to something that they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so you have to really be confident that, you know, even though um, you may not feel that way, somebody else is going to be touched by the lyric that you're writing. Somebody else is going to feel that experience. I want to dig into a few favorite songs. Um, now, I personally have a ton of favorites, right? Uh, but there is one classic that, I don't know, doesn't matter what I'm doing, where I am, this one always puts me in a good mood. So, Biko, you know, Lauren Hill, truly one of those songwriters who I think she's like your favorite artist's favorite artist. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's just always more behind her lyrics. What do you think? Have you been spinning any of her tracks on Vocalo? <laughs> Of course. I just played Everything is Everything oh, in the 11 o'clock hour. Yes, I did. Uh, and yeah, Lauren Hill, I mean, she's uh, an artist that hasn't dropped another album since she released her debut album. But that album is a diamond album. And it just shows you how good music sticks to this day. We're still playing music from that album. That song you just played had me over here dancing. Oh, man. So, Every time. Yeah, Lauren, she, she's one of the, I would definitely say, goats, man. Every single time. What do you think, Tammy? 
I think when you played it, I laughed and I and I grabbed my mouth hoping that nobody heard me <laughs> because, <laughs> yes, that, that whole album, as you go through each track and the story that she tells, um, I think that uh, her uh, level of lyricism, uh, musicianship, and, again, the ability to... Uh, tell your story like she was standing in the room watching your experience uh yes. you know it, it's really powerful great great record she is just incredible and gang i want to bring another voice to our conversation joining us now nudia hernandez host and producer with vocalo hi nudia welcome to reset and Welcome to the Chicago Public Media family. Oh, thank you. I actually just moved to Chicago, so welcome to oh, Chicago. And, and welcome to Chicago. <laughs> hey, welcome. Hi. I know a little something about that. It's only been a little over a year. So uh, we are talking about our favorite lyricists. I, I wonder what you think makes a good lyricist. I think someone that could speak to multi-generations. You, I think that's what really, not if only you could connect to the younger crowd the middle age, the older people, someone that could bring everyone together. I think that's what really makes a great lyricist. Yeah, for sure. Oh, all right. We're going to take a little bit of a left turn here, right? And we're going to talk about one of the biggest names that I've seen in so many projects, and that's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Because between mm. Hamilton, In the Heights, and Canto, this guy's been working on a lot, right? And in his song... Busy. He's, he's busy. been busy. Uh, and his song, We Don't Talk About Bruno, not only is it stuck in my head, it's just taking the world by storm. Let's listen, because I want it to be stuck in your head, too. <laughs> So I love how Lynn uses this overlapping of lyrics. You know, he kind of shows the chaos going on in the character's mind, like how they're depicting that literal storm that's going on in her head. And he does this type of arrangement, too, in, in um, the soundtrack for In the Heights. He does it in a couple of songs, um, a song called uh, Blackout. He does it as well. What, what do you think, Biko? Ah. I think you all just taught me something there. Like, I've heard that song before, <laughs> and I didn't know who made it. So, honestly, that, see, that's the great thing about music, where it, it's it's in a consistent cycle of learning. Yeah, it's his and, thing. You know, he does it in every single show he's he's written for. You that know. is incredible. So, yeah, you, you all honestly just put me on. <laughs> How challenging is that type of arrangement for a lyricist, do you think? It's called Amadrigal. What do you think, uh, Nudia? Uh, I think, well, first of all, especially seeing Encanto having a performance at the Grammys, like I'm sure that that was insane. So I think especially as a, uh, you know, a Mexican person of color, being able to see that on the screen was amazing. And with what Lynn did with his songs, it, it, they're so they're they're so amazing because he finds the perfect hooks and melodies and i think with lynn his thing is really that gap of reaching all generations you know again like when you could speak to children when children are you know they know every single word of yeah. your song oh for sure but it's crazy because especially with lynn lynn um i feel like usually catchy hooks they say the same things over again, and Lynn's songs don't really do that. They don't. No, there's so many, especially if we don't talk about Bruno, there's like 
eight parts to that song. But you <laughs> will learn all eight parts. Yes. Like, I still play that In the Heights soundtrack, for instance, and mm-hmm. it, there's no rhyme or reason. Like, there's nothing to it, but I still memorize Yeah, there's no consistency. The so I don't know what kind of mind control he does, <laughs> but that's a common thing in his songs. There's no consistency or rhyme or reason, like you said, but it, it works, and we love it, and it gets stuck in our head. And exactly. so I think that's what really... It makes him like a you know a powerful lyricist. Do you want to jump on the Lin Manuel Miranda fan train, Tammy? Absolutely. I mean, you know, this man has tapped into something, and what that is is the fluidity of storytelling. What did you just say? There is no hook. The hook is that I'm weaving you through this story, and I have you so magnetized by the story that you want to continue. You want to know what comes next. Exactly. And so it's something that is going to lay in your memory, and it's something that's going to stay with you forever. My children still, my children, 29, 27, 19, 16, <laughs> yes. they still sing this music every day when we talk to each other. We play it in the house every day. I know, it's right? really, a, he's, he's tapped into something really special. All right, lots more music to get to next up Lupe Fiasco that's a Chicago native that we've oh. of course got to mention let's hear his 20, 2006 song Kick Push first got it when he was six didn't know any tricks matter of fact first time he got on it he slipped landed on his hip and busted his lip for a week he had to talk with a list like this so James from Pilsen let us know that this was a favorite of his. Uh, he says that it paints such a vivid picture of this kid falling in love with skating, right? Um, and it's stuck with James ever since his childhood. Do you remember this one growing up, Nudia? Oh my gosh, yes. Because I think this is, I remember I was wearing Converse. I thought it was so cool and hardcore, <laughs> but I couldn't skate. You know, I tried. Everyone around me skated. Oh, you tried? No, yeah. I didn't try. <laughs> no, I no, didn't no. Try. It, was, it was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. But I remember, you know, having an artist i know and i believe for this album he was nominated for a grammy uh, i don't i believe he lost ludicrous that year but to have you know an artist especially if this was the early 2000s mm-hmm. to really just rap about skating you know when people are rapping about crazy things i think that's what really made him stand out is that it didn't need to be this crazy context i feel like at that point who who else had we seen skating as, as far as a black man like lil wayne a little bit yeah. on the side <laughs> right yeah, no one no one really especially him just is just a beautiful youthful yeah. song and I think when anyone hears that song they're transported to sometime earlier than right now you know sometime earlier in their youth and I think that's what really like makes it beautiful oh, actually sure. we, we play it on Vocalo and I posted it on my Instagram stories and a lot of people replied you know, they're like oh my gosh this song brings back so it's many memories. It's it really is. What do you think Biko? <laughs> yes it does like to <laughs> especially know that this was his debut single off of uh, his album, Food and Liquor, you know, I, it reminds me of how he encouraged me to try and skate. Um, unfortunately, that didn't last long. <laughs> did so you tried flip. too. <laughs> I, I tried. I did a kickflip, the skateboarding up, hitting and busting my lip. So it taught me a valuable <laughs> lesson. But Lupe in general, he influenced nice. so many people to just think outside the box and do what they enjoy best. And for him to make that debut, make that his debut single and, you know, just share his love uh, for those that love to skateboard, that just lets you know how talented, creative, and artistic Lupe is. 
This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are celebrating National Poetry Month through music. We're sharing our favorite song lyrics with vocal hosts and producers Stefan Biko and Nudia Hernandez. Also with us is award-winning Chicago singer Tammy McCann. All right, Tammy, you also liked Pretty Girl by Darius DeHaz. Let's listen to that. Pretty girl, you with the smile, come spend a while with me. So what do you like about this song? So um, when you asked, when your producer reached out to me and asked me about this, um, participating with you guys today, I was like, wow, who's my favorite lyricist? That's like asking, you know, who, which one is your favorite child? Uh, and um, <laughs> I usually say it's whatever song that I'm learning right now. And so I was thinking it's the music that I'm working on right now is the music of uh, Billy Strayhorn. And uh, Billy Strayhorn is an uncommon composer and lyricist in that he is able to musically, he can take you on a seamless journey through pain, joy, love, whimsy. I mean, whatever you're feeling, he's got a song for that. And A Pretty Girl is a song that really is about unrequited love. And when I was doing a show recently, I said, you know, this music is as relevant today as when it was first written, in some cases, 80, maybe 100 years ago. And so if you think of uh, walking into an office and uh, this guy walks into an office and the receptionist is there and she says, hi, Jim. And, you know, she doesn't know that that hello just lifts his heart and fills his day. And he looks forward to that every day. Mm -hmm. And then as I was talking about it, I was like, wait, they did a show about it. It's called The Office. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and but this song speaks to that feeling, speaks to that experience. And I think that's what really makes a song timeless and, uh, and, and makes it stick with you. Let's get to one of yours, Biko. A song that you said that you wanted to bring up here is Diamonds from Sierra Leone by Ye, also known as Kanye. Let's listen. People asking me is I'm gonna give my chain back. That'll be the same day I get the game back. You know the next question's all yo, where Dame at? Let's track the Indian dance to bring our rain back. What's up with you and Jay, man? Are y'all okay, man? Yep. So what is it about this particular remix with Jay-Z that you just love, Biko? Well, first and foremost, I absolutely love Kanye West. I don't think I'll be where I am if it wasn't for me hearing through the wire, to be honest. He just uh, brought just a, he really influenced me to get within the music, mm. in, you know, the music industry. But this song specifically is the second song that he featured Jay-Z. It's like the second song ever. Uh, you know, Jay-Z would do a lot of features with Kanye, and Kanye would produce a lot for Jay, but this is the second song that they did together. And when Jay mentioned that lyric, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. Businessman. You know, <laughs> to this day, it just it hits you different. And, you know, knowing that around that time, too, uh, Rockefeller had split, and Kanye followed Jay-Z. And now look at the businessman himself, Jay-Z, helping Kanye turn into a billionaire. Like, look at that. Just, so that song it just resonates with me and it, it, it shows me it showed me that when you stick on your business and you do right you just never know how bright of a future you can have unless oh, yeah. you, you know 
you stretch your stuff and do what you need to do. And that single did it for me. It really highlights how uh, instrumental as well. It so. really highlights how Kanye's journey has just really come full circle too, right? And how he just kind of spoke everything into existence. Uh, Nudia, let's go to you. Uh, Janet Jackson. I see Janet Jackson on the list. I'm getting excited. <laughs> you had a favorite that you wanted to share. Oh my God, this is one of mine too. 1993. That's the way love goes. I know we're jamming out. If only you guys could see us right now. Why'd you pick this song? Oh my gosh. You know, I think like a moth to a flame burned by the fire. I mean, that that is like a timeless lyric. I say that line so much randomly. But I remember uh, growing up Sundays, my parents, we would do music videos. So we'd sit there and watch music videos. And we had a whole Janet Janet Jackson collection. And that was the first oh, one that okay. would always play. I mean, some of them we had to skip because, you know, uh, we were kids. But <laughs> but the, that was always the first song because that was her breakout, you know, her breakout single as an adult. She had some when she was younger, but that was always the first one. And that got the party started for us, you know? That song reminds me of the days when I used to buy the the CDs. Remember they when they had the CDs that you could buy for like a penny? It was like the, the stack of, uh, it was like you can get 10 for one set. I don't know. Maybe this was a Canadian thing. But that was one of no, the. they were expensive here. They were fifteen ninety nine. dollars 99 no, over it was here. Like, no, there was a whole thing. It was a membership and, and all of that. But uh, that was, it just reminds me of those days. I remember getting Janet. I remember getting TLC, Crazy Sexy Cool. I remember getting, you know, they're just albums that just stick out in my mind. Mariah Carey, Fantasy. That oh, was yes. That time as well for me. Yeah. Um, and you had another pick, Nudia, which I found super cool. Uh, this included uh, newer to a newer tune by Colombian rock band Diamante Electrico. Let's listen. So that's their 2021 song, Sueltame Bogota. What drew yes. you to it? You know what's funny is that the great thing about working on Vocalo, I've heard a lot of songs for the first time on there. Oh, really? You okay. know, and so I, this is ones that, you know, a while ago I heard it on there and I needed to find out more and I actually sent it to my dad and he put on his running playlist too. But uh, the, the thing is that, um, you know, we're reaching this time that's so beautiful where Spanish music and, and especially lyrics, people are now walking around the grocery store in the club singing songs, they don't even know what the lyrics mean, you know, half the time. That's what happened with Despacito, right? Yes. They had no clue. Listen, you're talking to someone who just went to, spent spring break in Mexico. I was singing all kinds of songs that I didn't understand, but I just loved the melody, and I, yeah, and <laughs> and I was just going with and it. And that's the beautiful thing, especially with Spanish. It could be so catchy to where people could learn so easily and pick mm-hmm. it up. And so with Suetame, this song... It's beautiful because it's a time where this is, you know, Spanish rock, where the Spanish alternative is coming in. And this duo, uh, they really did something great with this song because it's really he's saying, you know, swell them it like leave me alone, you know, but I'm not strong enough to leave you. So if you look mm-hmm. up the lyrics, he's saying, I can't leave you. You have to leave me because I won't and you're going to kill me. And that's the entire chorus. And, um, you know, botiga is kind of a, you know, it's a slang term for a a drug. But what he's saying is, like, you are my drug. And, like, Mm. you need to leave me because I I don't have the strength, you know? Oh, wow. 
deep. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> but it sounds so happy, you know? So but it's that's, happy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we have time for one more. Tammy, you've got uh, Take the A Train, uh, a song that uh, has been covered so many times by so many people, but you especially like Sarah Vaughn's cover. Let's listen to a snippet. So what's speaking to you about that song, Tammy? You know, I really love uh, Sarah's version more, I guess, for the big band feel. But, you know, the origin of this song is that Billy Strayhorn wrote this song to help him remember how to get to Duke Ellington's house where he was supposed to be meeting up with him. And uh, one of the things that I realized is that oftentimes that lyricists have no idea how their lyrics are going to fall on listeners' ears. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and her interpretation, was that the song was Billy speaking directly to the black community of the time, saying not only that, which are the lyrics, that you can take the A train, but that you must Mm -hmm. take the A train because it's going to take you to Harlem. Harlem, where you are at home, where you have your respite where you could be yourself and where those micro and macro aggressions that you've been experiencing throughout your day are going to be washed away, you know? And I just thought, wow, that is so powerful. And she just said this last week. So again, this song, Timeless, written, you know, 80 years ago, you know? And right now today, it's empowering people. It's infusing people. And I'd also like to add, Sasha, man, thank you so much. As I'm listening to my counterparts, I want to thank you so much for thinking to blend genres and generations oh, absolutely. like this. This conversation is so cool. Yeah. I mean, and I wish really we had. Great. I wish we had so much more time, but we're going to have to leave it there. That's Tammy McCann, an award-winning Chicago singer, also with us, Nudia Hernandez and Stefan Biko from Vocalo. But let's go out on one of Biko's picks. Tupac, keep your head up. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We will meet you right back here tomorrow. You know what makes me unhappy? That when brothers make dates and leave a young mother to be a cat. And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and I came from a Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.